What's up, guys? Episode 22 of the Impact Academy podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Um, as always, like, subscribe, share the podcast. I want to see this thing grow to 100 subscribers by this time next year, and I need your help. Um, I've been sitting on this episode for a little bit. Uh, got kind of busy here in the fall, but today I got a chance to sit down with Eileen Durfee. Eileen is a former nuclear power plant engineer who became sick due to chemical exposure. She suffered from chronic pain, allergies, Hashimoto's, hypothyroidism, and a lack of energy. These symptoms were the result of her body not eliminating the toxins to which she was regularly exposed. She tried a variety of medications, diets, therapies, and more to help recover her health. On a quest to heal her body, she engineered solutions with her vast knowledge and experience to help others. Her journey to overcome her own health issues led her to become an inventor and businesswoman. She founded her own health company, Creatrix Solutions, to create and distribute natural healing products worldwide through online web stores. She offers a variety of health solutions, including spinal fitness equipment, near-infrared saunas, air purifiers, ozone generators, and healing food salts, as well as provides consultation as a practitioner in nutritional balancing science. Eileen has an understanding of toxic home and work environments and knows firsthand what it is like to suffer as a result. Her experience continues to motivate her to create the best possible solutions to protect family, friends, and consumers from our toxic world. Eileen has been featured on major media outlets including ABC, NBC, and CBS to share her knowledge about the spinal fitness revolution. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. My name is Kyle Norman, and I'm here to make an impact on your fitness, your nutrition, your mindset, and your life. This is the Impact Academy Podcast. All right, guys. So welcome to the Impact Academy Podcast. I'm here with my guest, Eileen Durfee. Um, I won't tell her tell you much about her background. I'll kind of let her do that. But I want to thank you for coming on here. I know when your, your rep, Mallory, reached out to me, it was probably a year ago, I kind of just swept it under the rug, just didn't really think anything of it. Um, but then she emailed me again, and kudos to her persistence. I looked into you and realized that, holy, you're super interesting. You've done tons of things, which you'll talk about today. So I'm glad that you were able to hop on the, the episode today. Well, thank you for having me, Kyle. <laughs> Just well, sure. trying to get the word out to give people tools to, you know, improve their quality of life. Yeah. And I like what you're doing. And Dr. Rimka, I've been following on her, following her on Instagram for a while. I like all the stuff you guys do about like stacking your hacks and all that kind of stuff and just getting outside of big pharma, big medical to treat all of our issues. Yeah. You know, I think it's very important to find alternative routes, you know, to, to fix some of these things. So I'm happy to, happy to talk to you today. Yeah. Well, you know, after being sick my whole life, I kind of got tired of big pharma yeah, and uh, I just had an underlying 
belief that if my body just had what it needed, you know, that I, that I would uh, live a fulfilling, healthy, functional life. Um, sure. my, my journey started when they ripped me out with forceps out of my mother. Mm-hmm. And as I started to walk, my knee would hit into the other knee. And so they put me in special shoes, not realizing, you know, the fascia issues and the twisted hips. Later on, they put a lift in my shoe, but my leg wasn't anatomically shorter than the other one. Sure. And so, you know, I was in pain. Those solutions really didn't do the job. And then I grew nine inches in three months. Who have you ever heard of growing like that? And what, <laughs> what age were you at that point? Uh, the summer of the eighth grade. Summer of eighth grade. Okay. Yeah. That's- and that was a lot. Horrific pain. Yeah. Then it was about a year and a half after that, that I got ran over by a car when I was walking in a parking lot. Then it was like daggers to the chest. I could barely breathe. What injuries did you sustain from the, from the car accident? Huge scoliosis where my thoracic bones, because I had put my arms out. So it took a tremendous amount of force, you know, in the trunk of my upper body. Yeah. And so I'd met a chiropractor at that time that, worked on rehabilitative exercises. And then, you know, when I turned 20 years old, I get a silver amalgam filling. Mm -hmm. And then my life just took this terrible spiral where, you know, I just had everything wrong with me. You know, I became what they call a universal reactor where I'm allergic to everything. Of course, now I know I had leaky gut and you know, just everything that I ate on a regular basis. And I, I mean, I had psoriasis all over my body. My hair was falling out. I had acne. I just joint pain, anxiety, insomnia. I mean, I could just go on and on. I was just list, a huh? wreck. I was a wreck. Were you able to trace some of that back to that specific feeling? Like, does that, does that material cause that in other people? Or was it just specific? To yeah, you? because, you know, silver amalgam fillings are 50% mercury. So every time you chew or have hot liquid, it's releasing mercury gas, you know, it's affecting your brain. And the thing about mercury that people don't realize as far as the heavy metal goes, like your body uses heavy metals when it can't get a preferred mineral to the cell. It's just like, you know, everybody knows our bones, teeth and nerve fibers have more calcium than any cell it's just by design it's like a new car part you know you think of oem car parts your car is going to drive great if it had them yep and you know with mercury uh it's unlike all the other heavy metals the other heavy metals you know maybe will give your body five ten percent function mm-hmm. mercury permanently disables the cell's ability to function so it either goes in the enzyme binding site and distorts it so the right mineral can't go there or it attaches to the cell somewhere else that distorts enzyme binding sites so nothing can go there and you just have no function. You know, mercury is really, really, really bad. So if any listener still has those things in their teeth, I would get with an ecological dentist and slowly begin to, you know, dedicate some funds to get those out. So, I mean, I found out about it pretty early after reading Hal Huggins, the dentist book who brought 
brought that to light and i think i had mine removed in 1984. okay um but that wasn't the end of my you know health journey um yeah I when just... i finally when i finally connected what was going on the real reason is is that i was just very toxic Mm -hmm. No, my cells didn't have the right minerals. And now I know from genetic tests, besides being related to the kid in the movie with John Travolta, the boy in the bubble, (laughs) so uh, that my body genetically, it's harder for me to metabolize different medications and just different things and to be able to get toxins out of my body. It's just slower. So I started realizing that and determined that there is no silver bullet for health. And um, I had started doing sauna therapy and I was feeling pretty good, but I didn't know any better at the time, but the sauna, you know, because we went from the traditional saunas where it's just ambient air temperature and you have rocks to pour water over, you know, those are really expensive. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And those like are very expensive. They consume huge amounts of power, take a long time to heat up. Yeah. And and then if anybody's gone in those, sometimes some people have trouble breathing because of the heat is so hot. Yeah. And so then, you know, it became kind of popular to have these dry saunas where you have a box where it's far infrared Mm -hmm. and, you know, it doesn't take as long. It's not as expensive to heat up. Uh, but we were not schooled in, okay, let's have everything grounded and shielded so you're not being bombarded with EMFs, you know. So the sauna yep. that I had at the time, you know, a- after I learned about it and I had my meter in there, I'm going, holy cow, behind me, my legs, uh, on my head you know just everywhere i'm being bombarded and the emfs were coming from the control boxes or whatever the heating unit was and there's kind of bouncing around inside yeah yeah it basically was coming off of every single heater control box that was the brain on top plus the control pad it was it was just like getting in there and getting doused with this stuff it's like here i was trying to do something good for my body yeah you know, which it's undisputed, no matter how you sweat, it's, you know, that heat stress is good for you. Yep. Yep. So I started learning after I did hair analysis, because it's like a farmer doing a soil test to figure out what kind of fertilizer to put on. We don't put nitrogen in the soil to put nitrogen in the plant, but our wellness revolution is like, oh, zinc's good for you. Let's take zinc. Well, zinc lowers sodium, raises potassium. And so I went down that whole rabbit hole of learning that and it really kind of fixes the reason why your body will use heavy metals for junkyard parts, kind of like duct tape and bailing wire. It's like, if you don't change your alternator, you can jump start your car and like drive without the headlights on. <laughs> so our, our bodies are kind of like, you know, jalopies. Yeah. And so I started using hair analysis because it would fix the reason and my body would think it won the lottery. Oh my gosh, the new car parts are here and I can put them in. So I don't need this lead or this, you know, aluminum or toxic copper or whatever it is. And you would just go through so much detox, especially with me not now, you know, genetically being able to eliminate it. Mm -hmm. So I heard about the near infrared sauna. 
and wavelength right yeah 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 and you know i really you know after i bought that sauna and before i learned about the emfs i'm like thinking you know they just must be prejudiced because i'm sweating i'm feeling better and my son was at the university of washington taking biology and chemistry classes and i'm going you know what's the big deal about this she goes oh mom that's photobiomodulation you know and he sent me all these sure. links from because they have a lot of online learning to read about it. And it's like here you can just shine light, you know, because 30% of sunlight is in the near infrared spectrum. You can shine that on your skin, your skin absorbs it and it causes the powerhouse of our cell, our mitochondria to produce ATP energy. And it's like, voila, the body loves it. It's like, you don't have to eat the food to digest it, to make ATP. So for somebody who's got any health challenges or is toxic, you know, doing the near infrared sauna compared to a traditional or a far infrared sauna, you feel so much better. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was going to go on a trip and I didn't want to be without my sauna. So I got near infrared light panels and day one, you know, it felt okay, but I wasn't sweating as much. Sure. So by day three, I was just sweating like crazy. And there was this energetic, clean feeling that came over me that I'd never experienced before. And it's like, okay, there's something to this. So that started my near-fred sauna journey. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's other benefits to this now, um, you know, cancer.gov is shining near infrared light on inoperable tumors okay. and it causes the body to like absorb more nutrients where some of the targeted medications to shrink the tumors and uh, hope for cancer they're a natural cancer clinic in tijuana and in cancun they just approved my Sonifix system as their recommended oh, near infrared therapy for all the patients that leave their facilities. Nice. And the thing about my design that's different, because there's an, you know, a couple other near infrared saunas, and that would be ones that use heat lamp bulbs. Like when you go to the food buffet, yep. there's these heat lamp bulbs. And what's special about a heat lamp bulb for a source you know, not every heat lamp bulb was created equal. I have mine made to where the frequencies go from 550 nanometers, that's red light. Yep. Then it peaks at about 1100 and it goes out to about 3400. Okay. So it's got a majority of the frequencies in that therapeutic range. You know, some of the heat lamp bulbs don't have as much in the therapeutic range. And I, and I went through a whole thing where I didn't believe it. I was telling people just use the Philips brand, you know, heat lamp bulb. Oh, yeah. And I had this lady who is a laser medical sales rep. She okay. bought the sauna and she says, Oh, you know, I'm having, joint pain, you know, cause people, you know, have to start slow if they're, you know, really ill because they could have detox system symptoms while they're healing. And she switched to the bulbs that uh, I was later recommending, which are built in the same factory as my bulbs now as the Therabulb and the Ruby Lux, because they have more of the therapeutic 
uh, range and she didn't have the pain. So immediately I bought those bulbs, started taking the sauna. And not only did I feel better because I didn't have pain, but I just felt more energetic, but I sweat more. So I switched to those incandescent bulbs, but the neatest thing about them, because normally in any other sauna, the ambient air temperature is the same, no matter where you're at in the sauna. Now with an incandescent bulb sauna, it's always hottest on the side of your body that's facing the bulb. So your body does this adaptation. You know, it's trying to protect you. It's like, oh, we're getting hot on that side of the body. <laughs> so we're going to shunt the blood over there, Okay. you know, and, and vasculate your tissues so that blood is closer to the surface so water can escape to create sweat to cool you down. Yep. So what you, in the Sonifix system, you don't have to do a preheat because the panels are R12. You just jump in there and it's weird. You start yeah. sweating on one side of your body first. You can be cold on the back, sweating on the front. And then we teach people just wipe off with a towel because, hey, the, the whole goal of a sauna session is to raise your core body temperature. Yeah. So drink water before and after, ideally not during, but it's not going to hurt you if you do. Likewise, yeah. wipe off that sweat so you're not cooling down and then rotate 180 degrees. I was going to ask you, yep. Because then... It's doubling the circulation effect of any other kind of sauna. They, they don't have that. They don't have blood shunting. And then it'll vigorously do the same thing. So you're going to get, you know, deeper penetration, you know, better circulation. But, you know, the near-infrared sauna uh, hasn't really caught on. You know, like if you check in Google, how many people search for an infrared sauna versus a near infrared? And the numbers are like only 10% of the people yeah. know that a near infrared sauna is good, but yet then major uh, sauna manufacturing companies have caught on that, hey, near infrared, you know, is good. See, the far infrared, 3000 nanometers and more, they do not have a cellular biological effect. Mm. None. What they're doing is they're vibrating the water molecules in your body and heating them up because that friction is, is heating them up. So you've got some internal heat going on besides the external heat, which, like I said before, heat stress therapy, it's undisputed. No matter how you get it is good for you. Yeah, yeah. But I like to stack my hacks. Exactly. It's like if I can get red light for my skin to get you know, a little more collagen and less wrinkles and look younger. And if I can get the near infrared to where I can have cellular energy and more nitric oxide and all these other things to, to, to release larger amounts of heat shock proteins that will stay with me for hours after I get out and get, you know, double the circulation that's the kind of thing that I wanted to incorporate. And most of the, well, all the other near infrared incandescent bulb saunas were using cotton canvas. Oh, okay. So if you have a cotton canvas, which, you know, that's where I started, there's no insulation value in it. Yeah. So when you get in, well, you have to preheat it. 
still just like a traditional sauna or any other sauna. So you're preheating at 30 to 45 minutes and then you're like trying to open the door and jump in as quick as you can, not to let the heat out, even though it's constantly leaving. Yeah. Uh, so I really wanted to get a really good sweat on like I did in my far infrared sauna. Cause yeah. I would just sweat buckets in there. And so I had an idea that, okay, light travels at the speed of light. Why waste any of it? Why let it leave? Mm -hmm. So I created these radiant panels that have an R value of 12. Okay. The news, the newest, the newest inventory on the small Sonic 10, I haven't even put it on the website is rated at an R15. Yeah. Uh, you know, so with my sauna, the other reason why I made it the way that I made it is prior to this, you know, I had a facility where people could come in and use machines and use a sauna and whatnot. And then when people that I knew about had cancer, I wouldn't charge anything and I would build a sauna for them, take it over and loan it to them. Okay. So I really wanted it to be portable and, you know, easy to use. So I created uh, a non-toxic sonic because it's really important to me not to use canvas that mm. isn't organic. I mean, it doesn't insulate well, but to use non-organic canvas, you know, cotton is GMO ready. It, I mean, it, it it's pesticide ready it has built-in fibers to release pesticides so that put does that put out any vocs then when it's heated up and so stuff? so <clears throat> the pesticides are what you call sub volatile organic compounds but when you combine it with heat it turns into more carcinogenic yeah volatile organic compounds so it's really a disservice that people are selling canvas enclosures for saunas that are not certified organic yeah and you're sitting there breathing that stuff in right so in your house where it's like maybe diluted some it's like concentrated in that tent and then also the canvas is porous yeah so your toxic humidified sauna sweat because keep this in mind they did studies on people exercising and measured their sweat mm. And they measured the concentration of toxins and minerals. And there was a greater mineral loss and less toxins because oh. it's a sympathetic engagement. It's sure. fight or flight. It's like, you know, the lion's chasing the zebra, you know, it, it's, you know, going to give you sweat, but it's going to be more mineral loss. Mm -hmm. But then they analyze the sweat of people taking saunas, which is more parasympathetic, relaxing, healing. It had less minerals and more toxins. Okay. And then it gets hot in a sauna, right? So when you're sweating, the humidity rises. But what is that humidity? Toxic humidified sauna sweat that you're rebreathing. Oh my gosh. So of course I created a gizmo to clean that up, to put that in there so that you're Air breathing. Then? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of part of the system. Uh, you know, in Europe, they were studying the effectiveness 
of sauna heaters. They're still big into the traditional sauna where you have the heater with the rocks that you pour water over it. Yep. But a lot of the heaters that they tested didn't make negative ions, they're making positive ions. So when you're breathing a bunch of positive ions, you're more tired, you're more fatigued. Yeah. And so they started rating saunas the best heaters by the ones that produce negative ions. Because if you inhale 20,000 negative ions per cubic centimeter during your sauna session, they found some amazing things happening in the body. And we threw that out with the baby with the bathwater. Saunas now that are the infrared boxes don't have it. And the other near infrared saunas, they don't have it. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to introduce the negative ion component back in there because this is what happens when anybody gets hot, your body instantly starts to begin lowering your rectal temperature. It, it, it's like, let's keep the body cool. Yeah. So it took, takes energy to do that. But, you know, we're going to stay in our saunas and we're going to overcome that. And eventually our rectal temperature rises. Well, when you breathe 20,000 negative ions per cubic centimeter, that's the size of a sugar cube, sure. your rectal temperature doesn't go down. Hmm. They found that, they measured the sweat coming off the body, it doubled. Oh. And then the surface temperature of the body was hotter. And so then they asked the particip participants, like say one person took a sauna without the negative ions and they asked them how they felt, then they put them in one with it. And you'd think, okay, they're a lot hotter. They've sweat twice as much. You'd think they'd be fatigued. No, they actually felt better and more refreshed because of inhaling those negative ions. And so this little device that I created, the Breeze Safe, was first used in the saunas, but then I had people breathing over it, like if they were gonna about ready to use their asthma inhaler and all of a sudden their attack went away. I have people with their smart watches measuring oxygen saturation and maybe they're they really have problems especially with people that maybe have been on a ventilator uh will be down at 87 88 they're just really having trouble getting oxygen in their blood they sleep with the breeze safe blowing at them and oh my gosh their oxygen saturation goes up to 92 93 Wow. So it's like, I'm going, oh my gosh, there's something else. So I sent it off to the lab to measure it. And it's increasing oxygen levels, 70 to 118%. So, and it, and it really is excellent at cleaning up volatile organic compounds and benzenes and all this toxic stuff. So this breeze safe turned out to be like a personal little air purifier that you can use in the sauna that you can put on a battery bank that you charge your tablet or your cell phone with and take it with you. Like if you have multiple chemical sensitivities or asthma or whatever, you put it in a crossbody purse. And, and uh, so that's the component that, that I really wanted to get across to people because, you know, we're deep breathing, we're practicing yoga, we're doing all these things to get more body oxygen levels. Yep. And so here's a little gizmo that does that, that cleans up the toxic humidified air and accentuates every benefit that you get and the reasons why you take a sauna, your core body temperature goes up, you're sweating more. The other interesting thing that that study found out is it actually changed your blood electrolyte levels to a more positive ratio. Uh, and then the rectal temperature for a while after you got out of the sauna continued to rise. 
So it's like, oh my gosh, we should be inhaling negative ions when we're in our sauna. Yeah, for sure. And negative ions can be found in nature too, right? Waterfalls. Yeah. Like, yeah, because of the crashing of the waves on the beach, there's higher uh, negative ions there, waterfalls, um, you know, in mountain meadows where there's breezes and things like that. There's just naturally more negative ions. As, as a matter of fact, your body has, just like you have to have so much water, you have to have so much oxygen, your body to function properly needs so many negative ions. Okay. About four to 5,000 negative ions per cubic centimeter. But unfortunately, like I tell people, we have the 21st century disease. We're indoors way too much. And we all have these heating, ventilation, and air conditioning systems that, you know, bring in heat to warm us up and cool us down in the summer. But that ductwork and all of that strips the air Mm. of negative ions. So, and then we're sitting at our computer monitor, which is emitting poisonous positive ions. (laughs) So, you know, when you've been sitting at your desk for a while and you just feel fatigued and maybe get a headache, you know, it could be just a negative ion deficiency, (laughs) you know, from that environment. And so this little gizmo is very important, you know, to help us provide the things that our body can use to, to function more normally. It's like we, you know, we're indoors, which the EPA says is three to five times more toxic than outdoors. And we're inhaling all this stuff, you know, or your toddler may be crawling on the carpet and has allergies, but you know, and the doctor may give them medicine, but it may be what's outgassing, you know, we need to kind of start looking at, you know, our environment, but the sauna was major in my recovery of energy and getting rid of toxins in my body and, you know, just feeling better. I mean, your aches and pains melt away. Our sauna is also the only approved sauna for the heel hive, which is a Lyme disease support group because literally people with that disease can take a daily sauna particularly in my design, there's a magic combination when you take the speed of light mm-hmm. times every second you're in there, that's maximized phototherapy that you don't get with other saunas Sure. that makes someone feel like they don't have the disease. And, um, you know, people have always asked me, well, how do you do a daily sauna? How do you do like I do coffee enemas and, you know, how do you do all this stuff? And I go, well, you know, after being sick for so long, and I'm 60 years old. And you know, for me to go to bed, sleep well, wake up with energy and not be in pain, those things sell themselves. Yes, I'll I'll take an hour out of my day to become superwoman. (laughs) For sure. Yeah, I just like when I tell people like, they said they don't have time to work out. It's like, what else are you doing? Are you watching Netflix? Are you just sit on the couch or you, you know, eat an ice cream. Like if you want to work out and lose some weight, you'll find a time, you know, and I guarantee you have at least 30 minutes to do something. So if you see the benefits, you'll definitely find the time. Yeah. And, you know, I had my, I have two saunas. There's one, you know, I'm six foot tall. Mm-hmm. Another thing I didn't like is having to sit down on a stool and kind of 
crawl into a smaller space. Sure. And, and a lot of people that I've talked to have back pain and can't sit, they need to lay down or, you know, there's a variety of reasons why people don't want to be limited to that position. And, you know, my son, he's six foot five. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to build a sauna tent enclosure that mm-hmm. some that's six foot six tall that you can sit down, stand up or lay down. I got the utility patent for it. Okay. And then I had people zipping two sauna tents together and going, oh, Room. I'm doing some yoga poses, but only if I could have it this wide and this long and blah, blah, blah. So Jen Bodner from Yoga Digest. Uh, so because of her suggestion, we created a yoga sauna tent and then have internal partitions so you can shrink the space so that you can still use it like a sauna sweat box. Yep. And then I have major league baseball players and football players that are taller than six foot five. And then if they want to do a yoga practice and put their arms up, of course, it's not tall enough. So I came up with the yoga height extension kit. And then a lot of the, well, you can follow us on Instagram, but you can look at some of the highlights for the people doing hot yoga. Um, there they have the double lamps so they have eight heat lamp bulbs in that big tent and they're doing their yoga practice and you know because the bigger that you make the tent the more yeah. heat source you know you need the standard is four lamps per tent but you can buy an additional four yes okay yes now i have the bigger tent with just four lamps, I don't need eight lamps. I just, I begin sweating. And we tell people don't preheat the sauna. Oh my gosh. The small tent, you know, like in the stand up position, stand up, sit down position, will get 120 degrees in five minutes. Mm. If you put the drop ceiling in that tent, you can get it to 190 degrees. If you do want to, you know, sit down on a stool. And the neat thing about this is you don't need a dedicated outlet. It's like if your hair dryer works, you know, that's 1800 watts, a hair dryer works in an outlet. Mm-hmm. The sauna lamp is, a, you know, the four bulbs is a thousand watts. So literally, and you can put this thing up, you know, in less than 10 minutes without any tools. And it comes with all the travel bags. Actually, the San Francisco 49ers, uh, you know, what is it? Jeff Wilson Jr. He has my Sonifix tent. And when they travel, the 49ers staff put up the sauna tent and then they tear it down and then they use it with the team. Yeah, it's definitely a downfall, you know, with like the bigger wood, saunas right takes like two people to put it put it together you need probably a special 220 volt outlet or whatever yeah but with this one i mean it sounds like you can do it on your own and just kind of take it wherever yeah exactly nice yeah Um, i mean there's people that live in rvs that have my sauna and as long as it's not raining outside they stick the sauna outside and take their put it up take it down i mean it's like hey (laughs) it's awesome uh, you mentioned heat shock proteins a while back. Um, my question is what, at what point, like temperature wise, does your body start producing those, those proteins? 
Well, by the time, you know, so each person's different. It really depends on their energy production glands, their adrenal and their thyroid health. Okay. Because you've got people that do barely do anything and they're breaking a sweat. They're, you know, prone to frequent bowel movements. That's somebody whose adrenal and thyroid gland are in an overactive state. Then you've got people which 80% of people have underactive thyroid and adrenal and they can exercise and not even sweat. Yep. So you have to be breaking a sweat to, you know, to get that temperature in your core body to be able to begin manufacturing very many of those heat shock proteins. So for each person, it's really different person, but in my sauna compared to any other sauna, like if you're in your, like if you're a slow oxidizer and you have an infrared sauna box, you heat it up, it's 145 degrees, you get in there. Some people take 45 minutes to sweat. Mm-hmm. In my sauna, without a preheat, they'll sweat that heavy in half the time. Yeah. It's just, it, it just, and then you don't even have to worry about, you know, cause it's like, oh yeah, I forgot to heat up the sauna. Now I don't have time to take one. Yep. Or you're heating one up and you get a phone call and you have to go turn it off because you have to leave. Mm-hmm. So with my sauna system, the thing that I wanted to do, because how many people have bought in gizmos and they're all in their garage and they don't even use them. Sure. Yep. I wanted this to be the easiest thing. No preheat, just turn it in. Boom. You're going to take more saunas. And the thing about sauna therapy that people may not realize is there study after study that shows that if you take five saunas a week, and this is, you know, obviously not a near infrared sauna, but just a traditional sauna, that you're going to live seven to 10 years longer and have a 40% less mortality rate of every kind. Yeah. That means you're going to have less accidents. You're going to have less, any kind of disease for it. I mean, this is like one of the single most, great things that you could do for your quality of life and your longevity of life. Yeah, for sure. I mean, talk about benefits, right? If you want to live seven, 10 years longer by doing a sauna five times a week and what's, what would you recommend for time in the sauna? Well, it depends on someone's health status. Sure. There's some people that maybe have really hypoglycemic they're in super pain and all that i would say start with five minutes but anybody who's used to doing a sauna they can just go in there until they sweat Mm -hmm. uh you know but you know i have people using them that have cancer that have severe lyme disease or fibromyalgia chronic illnesses and generally you know with all but a few people, you know, you're going to be in there, work up very quickly. But I always tell people, hey, you know, it's hard to slam on the emergency brake and avoid something. So my rule is always just start soul, go in there for five minutes. If, if you have a weakened health condition or talk with your physician about what they might recommend for you to how to start, but start slow because, you know, you can work up if you felt great. You know, so for there's people that, um, that there's a couple groups of people that will have to really start slow. If somebody's got like Crohn's or IBS or they're like 
really susceptible to diarrhea, see that near infrared light is going to increase the peristalsis action of the digestive tract. Okay. So you have to start, if you're one of those people, you have to really start closer. And literally some people that are like very severe, I had one person very severe, I mean, couldn't even hardly, eat, you know, keep any food down, was losing weight. We had him start with shiny near infrared light about three feet away from him on his skin without being in a tent. Okay. You know, uh, but another uh, group of person would be somebody who gets anxiety and panic attacks if they exercise. Hmm. There's a few populations of people and, and what that is, is they're usually generally very copper toxic. And so when they're speeding up their metabolism, their body's detoxing. Okay. And so it will cause, you know, anxiety and whatnot. And that same person might avoid eating protein because protein speeds up the metabolism as well. Sure. And so there's just a, you know, a few subsets, but, you know, generally a healthy person, you're going to, you know, there's a lot of people that like, say, if somebody is athletic and they're used to um, sweating very easily, yep. um, there's people that are wringing sweat in five to seven minutes in my sauna that only stay in there 10 to 15. Mm -hmm. So that's the other thing. It's going to cut your time. You have to dedicate to this health practice in half generally. Yeah. So then 10, 15 minutes isn't as bad as 45 or whatever for the other ones, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So plus you're doing more good for your body because you're getting the heat stress, you're getting more heat shock proteins, you're getting the blood shunting, so you're getting deeper circulation, and you're getting more phototherapy of, of the right kind that just benefits the body. Yeah. Um, I've also seen a lot recently about cold plunges and like yes. doing process like sauna or you know, whatever into a cold plunge back and forth. Does that have any merit? Oh, absolutely. You know, so after I get done with my shower, I, I mean, in my sauna, I jump in and do a cold shower. Okay. And, you know, if I hadn't taken the sauna and I try to take a cold shower, it's harder for me to tolerate. Yeah. It's actually easier to tolerate getting in that cold water after you've been so hot. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, definitely, and actually, I have a cold plunge tank on order that oh, I'm going to be. Um, yeah, I've got a spa room that I have my yoga sauna in because I move in there. Because actually, I lost like 30 pounds oh. over the course of like a year and a half just by switching from the smaller sauna to the bigger one so I can be moving and doing some stretching oh, because yeah, there's sure. okay. something really special about near infrared light shining on the body while you're exercising. There was a German study mm. with women riding bicycles and this wasn't even in a sauna enclosure, just in an open room. And they measured the circumference of their body and fat loss and everything else and see it contoured their bodies and they lost, you know, only riding their bike uh, 45 minutes, three times a week for a month, they lost eight centimeters in the circumference of their body. It, it fat contoured them because you think you, your body has an overall metabolism, but if you compare a fat cell metabolism to other cell metabolisms, yeah. the fat cell is slower. Yep. 
And so when you shine near infrared light on the fat cell, it speeds it up and helps your body burn that fat. Mm. And so they all actually had improved blood sugar uh, markers, you know, because how many people are insulin resistant and problems yeah. with leptin and weight. And then, um, you know, they all had decreased pain. And so there's real merit with, you know, exercising in near infrared and it's like i've got like a new york city police officer who has her bicycle inside the yoga and she does bicycling with the near infrared and uh there's just a lot of uses for these to where you can you know like stack your hack you're getting your sauna and you're getting your exercise in. yeah for sure for sure um is there any indication for like, I know you always see warnings for kids and stuff, but has there been studies with kids in saunas um, with uh, near infrared light? No, uh, all my grandsons, I've lab tested them. They're fast oxidizers. And what I mean by that is the smaller you are, the faster your metabolism has to be, or you wouldn't be able to maintain your body heat. Sure. So if anybody has kids or grandkids, go stick your hand on their head. And a lot of times it's like, like a furnace, like it's really, really hot. Yeah. Now, th now those kids I'll have go in, but they'll generally like stay in that sauna for five minutes and they, they, they love the idea. They want to get in, yeah. but then they won't stay long. And that's because they're little fast oxidizers, yeah. you know? And so so you'll find out that the kids that are slow oxidizers, see, they're supposed to be slow, but there's so many kids that are, you know, being born sick and compromised immune systems and constipated and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Those kinds of kids will actually like to stay in the sauna longer because it feels good to them. So I would say never force a kid a, you know, younger child. I mean, I have grandkids from one year old to 11 years old, you know, and I've, and I've got six of them. <laughs> you, you, you never want to force them, especially the ones that are fast oxidizers to stay sure. in there long. And, yeah. uh, you know, and the other thing, pets seem to like it, but you know, pets don't sweat except on their nose and the pads of their feet. So you have to really be careful about that. But a lot of pets love the near infrared light like crazy. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Um, are there any negative side effects to saunas? I'm sure that's probably based on the individual and their current health situation. Yeah. Um, it's just knowing where to start. Like I said, some people have to start in an open room, but there's no negative to getting photobiomodulation, you know, uh, with a heat lamp bulb, yeah. you know, lasers, you could get photobiomodulation. If you don't move the laser in time, it will begin to damage the cell, but okay. this is broad enough that your body actually sends those healing frequencies to where your body needs it. Mm -hmm. uh, the only thing is, is every sauna that I sell comes with a pair of glasses oh okay 
because 700 to 1400 nanometers of light is considered in the near infrared range. So mm -hmm. if you were at a job uh, and you were exposed to near infrared light, you'd be required, it's mandated by OSHA that you wear these protective glasses. Now, keep in mind, we're exposed to near infrared light. Like if even if we're having a fire in our fireplace, there is near infrared light that comes off of that. Mm. But what happens is that eye tissue heats up faster than other cells in the body. Okay. And again, your body is aware of that. And so your body's wired to, okay, let's protect the retina. So it begins to thicken the lens of your eye. So near infrared light causes cataracts okay. to form earlier than with just typical age. Yeah. And so I provide the glasses that block out 100% of that, that wrap around the eye. Mm -hmm. And so that you have that, you know, protection. So that's the only okay. negative aspect. And the other thing is, is there was a winter here that was just horrific. Normally it's like we can go through a winter and I might not even have to pull out a snow shovel. I mean, it might snow, but then it'll melt, you know. There's one year that we just had tons and tons and tons of snow and the person to do the parking lot didn't come. So I was outside and I froze myself to the bone. And of course I get in the sauna, mm -hmm. but I'm like numb, I don't have feeling. And somebody called, so I was on the phone talking, you know, for like, I don't know how long, but I didn't have the sensation in my skin to know that, okay, rotate. Yeah. And I literally, my arm peeled like a lizard. Oh, no. So I burnt my skin with yeah. the heat. It's like I cooked my outer layer of my skin. And so we have, you know, warnings about to rotate probably more frequently than you need to. But, sure. you know, basically, if it feels uncomfortable, rotate, you know. Yeah. Okay. That's good. To know. So there's just a few precautions, you know. Yeah. So now with the sun and earth else you're doing, how is your, how is your current health? It's fantastic. I mean, I don't have any of the symptoms that I originally started with. I mean, at 60 years old, I feel better than I did when I was in my 20s. That's amazing. Yeah, and I'm working on my spinal fitness health and I'm working on, you know, weightlifting because, you know, obviously as you age to, yeah. to maintain your muscle mass and, you know, just having that sauna and I mean, you're just moving and feeling great. And, you know, another thing that I do after I get out of the sauna um, is a coffee enema. <laughs> now, you know, there's a lot of information about coffee enemas out there, uh, you know, how beneficial they are. And, and when I first started this journey of being a practitioner and working with people back in uh, 2011, mm -hmm. I would give my clients a challenge to do the two week coffee enema, do it at coffee enema every day. Yep. And uh, then I'll never ask you to do it again. And cause they, they really sell themselves. I mean, they have a lot of benefits. Uh, they were written about in the Dead Sea Scrolls, you know, you know, okay. thousands of years ago, uh, you know, Dr. Gerson, that therapy, you know, for cancer, uh, they're, you know, doing six, eight coffee enemas a day. Mm -hmm. But my favorite story is the one about Hitler's army 
when they were cut off from supplies and they were operating on soldiers without pain medications or anesthesia. And one of the nurses started pouring leftover coffee from the pot in the enemas because the doctors would always order a plain water enema. And it was kind of amazing because the pain decreased so much that it became famous over Europe and actually three universities studied what is going on with the coffee enema. And so they determined that within 12 minutes, all the palmitic acid and the caffeine left. And it was going up the portal vein. It's like if you go outside and pull up your tomato plant, you know, all those little tubers. That's kind of like our portal vein that hooks onto our intestinal tract and goes to the liver. So the caffeine and palmitic acid go up there and it dilates the bile ducts in the liver and causes the liver to produce tremendous amounts of bile, which can trap toxic metals and change the pH of the intestinal tract to make it more conducive to the friendly bacteria that we know we need now. And also it turns on enzyme systems and increases glutathione, our master antioxidant, 600%. Hmm. So I, you know, but the thing of it is, is the pain reduction is tremendous and now especially if you're like somebody genetically compromised like i am where i don't eliminate toxins it's no wonder that when i do these things i feel like superwoman and when i didn't i was feeling horrible and so these things sell themselves and and you know i had people i really have to thank my customers for all their problems that they've had that have caused me to come up with fantastic ideas. You know, it's like this one guy, he had restless leg syndrome and, you know, they just basically put him on hydrocodone, you know, and they're just for years they're addicted. And, and uh, so I got him on the hair analysis and had him do the coffee. And he says, I'll do that, but I'm not laying down. He said, so he got one of these bags that you could turn inside out to clean, okay. but then he rolled it like this. So it got me with the idea to get like a pump mm-hmm. so that you could stand up in the shower. Cause a lot of people with low back knee pain, you know, when you lay down to do a coffee enema, yep. you know, you have no bowel control. You're not used to holding liquid in there. So sure. eight, 12 minutes, that's like an eternity. I mean, you know, some people it's like maybe a minute, but that's where you start. But then you try to get up and then fecal water goes everywhere. It's a mess, you know? So I used to tell people, you know, I have a little catch bucket and this and that, but now I've got a stand up no mess coffee enema kit that Mm -hmm. people can use. And then, you know, after you've been in that near infrared sauna and everything else, the circulation's moving and you've got all these toxins leaving your body, you can kind of help escort them out by doing this coffee enema. And so that's kind of like my routine. But I've had people that were in such pain, they couldn't even walk down their driveway to the mailbox that after the two week challenge on the coffee enemas, they were walking down there. I had this husband and wife couple that came in and got their hair analysis and he agreed while they waited for the results, but he had like a laundry list of symptoms and all these medications. Mm-hmm. And when they came back for the results a month later, 80% of the guy's problems were gone. Did he keep just up with by doing the coffee enema? Yeah. Did he stick with it then? Yeah. Oh, nice. 
Oh yeah. And then I'm saying now start and I'm saying start slow on these supplements because your body's going to think it won the lottery and then you're going to detox more. And he goes, ah, I'll just do another coffee enema. That'll get rid of anything. You know, it's like (laughs) people that will do them daily for two weeks will never stop. (laughs) They sell themselves all that glutathione. Oh my gosh. The inflammation reduction and all the protectiveness that it gives you. Oh my gosh. And you can find your sauna, the coffee and stuff all on your site. Yes. And what create, yeah. It's creatrixsolutions.com or what was it again? Yes. Yes. Creatrixsolutions.com. Okay. And we're kind of like a shopping mall of health, you know, everything that you breathe, drink, put on your skin and then the tools to, get the toxins out of the body and how to maximize cellular energy, you know, even with your structure for posture, because people don't realize how much energy your body consumes holding you upright in gravity. Yeah. So it's a whole wellness anti-aging routine that makes you feel good. Great. Great. And people need that. Yeah, definitely. So, well, I got to run. Um, thank you for hopping on. This is very informational to me because it's kind of a new area that I'm just kind of diving into. So definitely open my my eyes up to, to different saunas and we'll take a look at yours. Awesome. So, all right. Well, have a good day and we'll talk to you soon. You too. Thanks.